Siam Nostalgia, Siam. Heishka, Siam Nostalgia. Satsumton, Sunnitstat. Welcome to the Friends and Relatives Radio Hour here at KMRE 102.3 radio station in Bellingham, Washington. I'm your host, Satsumton, Sunnitstat, Daryl Hilaire. And today we're going to talk with women from our community. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have uh, a group of young women here that are wanting to talk about today's uh, climate, uh, social, political climate, uh, how that makes them feel, their opinions on what has been happening in Washington, D.C., how it affects them or not, and uh, maybe go further and, and talk about what we can do here in our local communities to support uh, those people that are standing together. And as, they, as the Women's March on Washington says, it's not our differences that divide us, it's our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. We're gonna to try to talk about that a little bit today. Today we have uh, Barbara Lewis, Public Information Officer, Northwest Indian College, and chairman of the, uh, Chairwoman of the Whatcom Democrats. Janaya L., uh, a running start student at Northwest Indian College. C.C. James, a middle school uh, student at Horizon Middle School in Ferndale, Washington. And keep getting it wrong. Sebequa. De Los Angeles. De Los Angeles. I keep saying it wrong. Fairhaven College student. So, looking at where we're at today, uh, my friends, uh, on November 9th, uh, the Women's March was uh, born with an idea that uh, a few women got together and said, we needed to stand up for uh, this era that we're in, entering into where they felt that the women's rights in this country were being threatened. And um, they d decided to have a, uh, a march on Washington the day after the election. And from that idea came uh, a uh, a call to action clear across this country and, and probably throughout the world for women to stand up. As a matter of fact, there was a march here in Bellingham, which uh, I got to join in on because at some point they invited us men too and we were all there. And there were thousands of people there with high energy towards uh, standing up for those rights that they believed in. So here we are, are three weeks into the presidency. Uh, that day after the election was the march, and now uh, we're looking at uh, some things that we probably didn't believe were gonna happen are happening. For instance, uh, there will be a wall uh, built according to the president, and what does that mean to us? To me, building a wall really signifies that America is not a place of sanctuary, and I feel that that is really threatening to people who really believe that America is a place of profit and a place where they can build their lives. Definitely cuts people off from opportunities, uh, even to experience cross-cultural places in America that um, we value so much as American citizens. Hi, this is Barbara. Um, I feel like, you know, the border has always bothered me because it's just borders for cities and states and the countries they're all set up by political entities. And the border crossed us, 
you know, the Blackfeet Nation is divided in half by the American-Canadian border. And a lot of the tribes down in Mexico could have easily been cast as Native American tribes. But nope, the border crossed them, so they're in Mexico. And now a man with with a wife who's an immigrant is saying that people are not welcome here when he comes from immigrants themselves. It's it's a weird concept and it makes me angry. Jediah, Cece? Um, I think that the wall that Trump is trying to build is a sign of separation and it's hard to think of our nation breaking apart and it's I think it makes me mad as well. Um, the way I feel about it is, yeah, people do come here to build their lives. And it's kind of hard to build their lives in that area because there are a lot of things going on. And then not only that is they'll take a job that's really hard to do. And then they will do that job for less than Americans. And it really does make me mad. This is KMRE 102.3 FM on your dial. Um, Sat Symptom Sunnestat, Daryl Hilaire, I'm your host, and we'll be right back. Listening to Siam Nostalgia, Friends and Relatives Radio Hour. I'm your host, uh, Satsumton, Daryl Hilaire. You're listening to KMRE 102.3 in Bellingham. Today we have uh, our uh, women, Coast Salish women, gathered today to talk about what has been uh, a growing movement in this country. It is uh, the Women's March on Washington is the beginning of uh, this movement, but has spread clear across the country, including Bellingham. Uh, the day after the elections, uh, there was a march here in Bellingham with over 10,000 people uh, taking part in 
what they felt they needed to stand up for in terms of injustice and uh, divisiveness in this community and throughout the country. So uh, who was there? Well, I attended. This is Barbara. Um, and it was insane. I arrived a little bit late, and I was expecting just another regular march. But when I got to City Hall, it was packed. I came in, and we were just shoulder to shoulder. And it, was, it kind of felt like going to Seattle, like for the Seahawks parade or something. And there was so much energy. There were a bunch of small children. There were, everyone was there, all ages and all genders. And it was beautiful. It was, it was vibrant. This is Sebequa speaking. Um, I also went to the Women's March and I actually got to go with my mom, which was a very unifying experience. Um, we had a blast, and I was also there with my partner, and he also really enjoyed it. Uh, I think one of the things that I took away from most of all was seeing just how many disabled people there were. Even in, people were showing up in their wheelchairs and, and with their canes and with their crutches, and they were still doing the march and still walking the circuit um, because it's that important of an issue. Um, Equally so, I thought I loved seeing how many children there were too, um, especially like watching like all the little boys chant all these feminist chants and just scream them. And I was like, oh wow, that's that's exactly what we want um, from upcoming generations is is very collective mindset for women's rights, but also human rights. Janaya, Cece, uh, did you hear about the march? Uh, were you there? Uh, what do you think of this idea of taking it to the streets and standing up for something you believe in? Um, I was there, this is Cece, and there wasn't a moment where it wasn't quiet, and I was kind of glad for that, because it is an important thing that's going on. And, yeah, I... I think it was great because there were kids, there were elders, there were people my age, and it was shoulder to shoulder. I was kind of glad for that. Uh, this is Janaya, and I didn't go, but I heard about it, and um, just hearing about it just made me really happy that people are finally saying something about it, about this issue, because it does seem like it's rising now that we have a different president, and now that everything's changing. Well, that's great to have our young people take an interest in what we feel is uh, uh, important beliefs that we all carry, which is equality for all, justice for all, social justice, <clears throat> economic justice, <clears throat> the right to uh, decide uh, your life, is, uh, is, is a right that's being threatened. So with that said, uh, what was that, uh, what were the main messages from the march here in Bellingham? Is there anything that really carried the moment for you? Hi, this is Barbara. And when I went to the march, I went with the Whatcom Democrats and we had a booth and we had um, just you know, voter registration forms, um, a volunteer list, and we got over 60 new volunteers. 
and people are ready to be active. They're ready to do something and they're ready to push back. And even people that have never been involved in politics or ever really cared are realizing that this is something worth fighting for. This is Sebequa speaking again. I remember one moment in particular after the march was over, I was closer to the back um, and we had gone to the food truck and we were waiting for our food and there was a large group of people waiting for their food and um, a man walks over with this huge, huge Trump flag and just starts waving it all over the place and um, yelling at us. And it was actually a girl who looked like she was in high school um, just got straight up in his face and said a specific chant that really stood out to me, which was no hate, no fear, everyone is welcome here. And then all of a sudden, everybody around the food truck started chanting that more and more and more. And it was pretty amazing to kind of turn the idea of Trump on its head in front of this Trump supporter. Like, we are not afraid and we will welcome you when you're ready to come and join us. It was a good feeling. Um, I actually know who the guy you're talking about. I actually encountered him in the beginning of it before we started marching. He came in next to the steps waving a sign and then my auntie started talking to him because she knew him. And then people were backing her up, and I felt that was really nice. And I feel like we should do more of that. And then so we created a human chain around him and his buddies, and we ended up pushing him away. And I guess he went to the truck after that. So I feel like all these women have their each other's backs. And it wasn't just the women, it was the men too. Well, we all know that hatred never puts an end to hatred. And everybody came together and stood with love for these things that we're doing, that we're standing for. And I hope that was the message uh, and the message we carry forward. So you're listening to um, Friends and Relatives, KMRE 102.3 in Bellingham. I'm your host, Darrell Hilaire, and we'll be right, as, right back as soon as we can. Hey, oh. 
the door Don't tell me you want me, need me or love me Because I'm no longer your lady Sam, welcome back to Friends and Relatives uh, Radio Hour, 102.3 KMRE in Bellingham. I'm your host, Daryl Hilaire, and we're talking about the women's movement in this country and uh, maybe some things that are happening here locally that are supporting the national movement. The uh, most recent protest, I think, was those protests that occurred at the uh, airports because of... Uh, uh, President Trump falling through on his, what was then a threat, now it's a promise to build a wall to not allow immigrants into this country. And uh, we all know as Native Americans that we had uh, pretty poor immigration policies ourselves. And uh, here we are talking about that in, in the larger context. So what's, uh, what's your feelings about that? And uh, how do we... Uh, how do we move forward and when we talk about uh, foreigners coming to this country? During that protest, during that sit-in, actually, I was down in Olympia for a Whatcom Democrats reorganization meeting. And I was just getting home back from the meeting because it ran late. And when I got back to the house, I was staying with a bunch of some of the national delegates, um, that went to the convention in Philly last summer. And we found out what was going on at the airport and we just instantly got ready to go. So I was back for like five minutes, grabbed a quick bite to eat and went to the airport. And I had no idea what to expect. 
um, you know, I'd heard about the news and and there being a, um, a ban on certain countries that have a high Muslim population and people not being allowed into the country, even if they had green cards. And that just struck me. It was so hard to go in and see something like that and realize that we're doing a real sit-in and we shut down the airport and there were so many people there. It was hard to absorb because I'd never been to something like that. Nothing has ever felt so real and just so in your face. But it also felt really good because I saw all of these people and we were all sitting there for the same reason, supporting one another. And there was just so much love in the room that it was inspiring as well. I really like the idea of protesting or sitting in at an airport and what that symbolizes too. I feel like uh, occupying that space uh, that's used by so many people is a really good way of showing people that, that we can stand together and um, it doesn't matter where you come from, that these cities that we all live in are important to everyone. Um, I didn't personally go to the sit-in at SeaTac, but I also did hear about uh, a similar sit-in protest at the uh, Peace Arch here at the Canadian border, which again, I thought was a really interesting idea. It not only challenges that idea that we're banning uh, Muslim po populations, but also challenging that idea of borders and the wall itself. Well, I didn't go to any of them, and I'm just now finding out about these. And I think it is wrong what he's doing because there are other countries that have hurt, been hurt by us, and I don't think it's right that we're doing this to them. I see, and, and uh, getting back to the Women's March and uh, the, the movement, these things, are, are they all tied together? What we saw down at the SeaTac airport and the uh, protests that uh, happened there in response to President Trump to fulfill a campaign promise to build a wall uh, on the Mexican border. We also had uh, uh, another protest going on up at the, the Peace Arch. And are these um, are these protests all under the one umbrella, one the one big movement, the uh, Women's March? Are, are they separate efforts? How are they organized? And what are your thoughts on how we? Uh, continue to stand together or perhaps uh, solidify what we're doing and standing together uh, moving forward? Well, I think they're, they're part of a larger movement. And one of the themes that I'm seeing pop up quite a bit is basic human rights. Um, you know, growing, growing up, I've never dealt with anything like having to think about birth control being a problem or um, having to think about my friends' families being deported, um, at least not on such a wide, in-your-face scale. And not having seen that before, it's so weird to millennials and younger people. Just, And I don't think we're going to accept that. 
you know, we, when we read history, we don't want to just keep on seeing it repeat, though it kind of does. And we're not going to accept oppression. Yeah, I feel like while the marches um, that happened across the nation in airports um, might not have been directly tied to the Women's March, I think that it was a lot of the same people uh, just showing up. Um, one of the kind of core themes that I've been seeing like on social media for the Women's March is this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so I really connected with that idea in that everybody has a human rights issue um, and everybody has human rights that are exploited. And we need to talk about um, how those differences separate us and separate coalitions of people um, because it is a marathon and we all need to be involved. It's actually a great question that you asked. Um, today I actually was on a field trip and we were learning about rights and they weren't officially made for women, Native Americans and black people and gay people. They didn't get their rights until like 1960 to 1970. And I feel like even though they say that they gave rights to them, I feel like they're taking that away now. Well, the great, great responses uh, to, you know, the mindset and the questions that a lot of people have in regards to what's going on. You know, there seems to be a lot of reaction to uh, things that are happening in Washington, D.C., but we also need to continue this journey together uh, uh, to draw strength from uh, ourselves, ourselves as community, ourselves as individuals, as part of the community, where do you think that strength is going to come from? Thinking as one <laughs> and really being aware of your own community and what's needed and how you spend your individual dollars within that community. Um you know, recently there's been this big movement to divest from a lot of the really big banks, and it's for various reasons. But, you know, when you think of where your money goes, it's really like a vote because money is power. <laughs> and in Bellingham, I love how there's a whole go local movement, and a lot of our local restaurants do buy from local farmers and local fishermen. And I want to see more of that to support our own community because when we are buying from locals, we're not just making some CEO or CFO millions of dollars and an extra bonus if they perform well. We're buying music lessons or piano lessons or ballet lessons or, um, you know, just putting food on the table for our community and our friends. And... It's important. Um, I think that a lot of this strength that is going to keep coming from everybody coming together and these protests and just making it known, making all of this known, that's building up our strength. I kind of feel like the experience, well, the strength is coming from the people that have had the experience. Um, a couple of months ago, I was watching the news in the morning before I got on the bus, and it was this lady. She was Mexican and she didn't have a lot. She had to do all these tricks just to get clean water. 
I felt that was kind of wrong. Yeah, I feel like community values and definitely coming together are going to be some of our strongest tools because um, oftentimes when we think about problems and we think about social issues, uh, we think of them as happening in different parts of the country, different parts of the world. They don't happen here. Um, And I think people need to realize that issues happen everywhere and they can happen in our own communities and that we have community members to speak to, to listen to their stories and hear about where they come from um, and know that that's accessible to us. It's not something that we just read about on social media. Well, thank all of you. uh, We're looking at the spirit of this movement and and those things that we witness uh, both in person and uh, via social media and television. And, And we see the the determination that we feel is not going to wane, it's going to grow, it's not going to falter, it's going to succeed. And we're not going to sit down, we're going to stand up. So uh, the things that we need to think about next, what is next, uh, what comes after what we've just witnessed in the first uh, three weeks of the uh, Trump presidency, both uh, what the administration's doing and then what the people are are responding, their response to what he's doing. How do we uh, continue to stay involved or what are those things that you anticipate we're going to be involved with uh, moving forward? Run for office. You know, we look at politics as this big thing. Um, And I used to think something like running for Congress or running for the presidency was something so far out of reach. And, you know, the biggest thing that I'm learning from this presidency is really anyone can run, obviously. And that's almost empowering in a weird way because, you know, we have a lot of local races. And one of the things that a lot of people don't really think about, I think, is that we have just our neighbors on school boards, on the conservation district, on city and county council. And when we start small, we start learning how the system works. And when we start learning how the system works, we can either use that knowledge and apply it, or else we can teach our friends that might want to do the same thing. And that's really empowering, especially because once you start somewhere, you can keep on going if you want, and you can seek ways to be more effective and maybe, you know, keep going with with politics. And it's not even just politics. Um, It's it's starting from somewhere, starting from scratch, anywhere. in community organizing or, um, you know, helping with the local humane society or just doing something and being active just to help out in general. I really appreciate that you say that. Um, I think that politics plays a huge role in this and that the accessibility of leadership roles, uh, especially for Native women like us, um, I think needs to become more known. At the same time, I appreciate that you say that everybody has a role in this and it doesn't need to be, we don't all need to become lawyers 
to help fix this solution. And I hear that a lot at the university. Um, oh no, like I'm majoring in the wrong thing. I'm, this career is not gonna help the people that I wanna help. And I remind people that even the artists, even the writers and the scientists, we, they all help in this effort. Um, it's not just because a lawyer can or a politician might define someone's rights for them doesn't mean that the artist can't help them heal from those same traumas. And I think that that's really important. So thank you. So many ways to learn. And we all know that knowledge is power. And I turn to the young ones here, the youngest ones here, Janaya, Cece, and taking all of this in, what you learned about uh, happened with the Women's March and, of course, uh, what it was going on down at the SeaTac Airport and the things that uh, we're encouraged to do politically. Uh, what are you going to do when you uh, go away from here uh, to learn more about uh, uh, what needs to happen next? Um, are you going to watch TV or tap into social media? As we know, knowledge is power. And what are those things that you think you might be able to do to to step into uh, this action? I think that um, when I go home from here, I'm going to definitely pay more attention to what's going on and because all of this is affecting me somehow. And so it's all over social media. It's all over television. and I'm, It's surrounding me, so... I'm just going to pay more attention to it and learn more about it. And uh, I think that I can do something just by, you know, having the knowledge of everything and just being aware. Yeah, I will do all the things you just mentioned, social media. I will watch TV. I will read the newspaper. But I also want to go back into the history I want to learn more about the, our history. Loud and proud does mean knowing your history. And so we'll all do that together. Our, our story needs to be told through our memories. So we're going to um, say, good, say, good na- say good night. Uh, but before we do that, is, uh, maybe each of you can uh, share uh, some parting thoughts. Yeah, I wanted to mention really quick that I've been following the Women's March a little bit on social media, and um, I've noticed that they have an upcoming march plan. They plan on having a day without women. And it's kind of a broad concept of of what women's participation means. Um, Barb mentioned like being a consumer and where you put your money, um, but it also can mean Uh, How do you affect people just by going to work? Any other parting thoughts? Uh, After the airport demonstration, I ended up joining the ACLU, finally. Um, Helped flood them with money a little bit because they've been helping out with a lot of the uh, lawyer fees and a lot of the legal stuff that's going on that's way above my head. And um, one other thing I wanted to do was to subscribe to a local and a national newspaper because you can totally tell who's funding their pockets with some of the stories that we're getting that are pretty one-sided, yellow journalism. You know, we we have that power too. Um, Grassroots, if we donate a little bit of money or time or effort into subscribing to some of these local papers and 
um, donating to local radio shows and things as such. Um, We'll see. We'll see more of what we want and we can demand more. So I think that'll be fun. Mm, I did learn a lot today and I would like to continue learning more about this stuff. Yeah, I learned a lot from this and um, I am glad to be on the show and I wasn't really kind of the person that would be outgoing and this is my first time doing this and the march was my first time. I kind of want to change my ways and I want to learn that I don't have to be silent. I'm Nostalgia Heishka to the First Nations Women and Girls panel here at Spark Radio, KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, uh, better known to us as the uh, Lactamish Territory. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. No hate, no fear. Everyone is welcome here. 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 No hate, no fear. Everyone is welcome here.